What is up? Hello there. My name is Jessica Patching Bunch. You can call me JPB. And this is Brain Body Resilience. This is a podcast dedicated to growth, human development, and stressing a little bit less so you can go ahead and live a little bit more. Hello and welcome back. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited for you to be here. Let's do this thing. I was thinking this week about feelings. I posted an introduction post on Instagram as I do every so often just for new folks who may not know me and you know what what I'm all about. I want to keep it fresh. Um and I have some new friends on there, so I wanted to reintroduce myself to folks which also just gives me a chance to share a bit of my story each time in a different way. Um, I get to dig in a little bit deeper to my why, the reason why I'm doing all of these things to share what I know about the brain and the body and our relationship with stress, anxiety, and everything in that is involved with that. And that led me here. My experiences in life are what have led me here. And I want to share what I know in hopes that what I have to share will help others in some way learn the things or at least lead people to new ideas around our interactions with ourselves and the world and how much of that we can control. I want to provide the information that has helped me literally change my life, which every time I say that it sounds super cheesy, but that's what it is. The way that I live life and the quality of the experiences I have now are profoundly different than they were than they were able to be when I was trapped in survival mode, constantly worried about every possible scenario that could go wrong, just in case so that I could be ready when everything crumbled down on my head, like I was sure it was going to at any moment. Which led me to exploding with anger at the slightest little thing, which was everything because I was overflowing with stress and anxiety at every moment because I didn't have the understanding or tools to process the stress and then release it and build resilience. So all those little micro doses of stress that are inevitably part of our days wouldn't send me into a rage, taking it out on whoever was closest to me. I am so grateful to my people, my family, my friends for loving me enough to stick by me when I wasn't my best. I think about how difficult that must have been in a lot of cases. I was a huge asshole. And I say that not to be self-deprecating, but to shine a light on the fact that the way we manage stress affects not only ourselves, but it affects our ability to have healthy relationships as well. I want to share these things because stress-related illnesses are a major problem here in the States. One in six adults are taking some form of antidepressant or anti-anxiety medication. But The thing is, these medications do not fix the problem. They make the symptoms better. SSRIs, for example, are the most common form of antidepressant or anti-anxiety medication, and they target a specific neurotransmitter, serotonin. Studies have shown that regular aerobic exercise is as effective as Prozac in treating anxiety and depression. 
But it's better because it's not focused on the regulation of a singular neurotransmitter, but works on regulating and balancing the chemical interactions, hormones, proteins, all together that help with mood, memory, self-regulation, and other cognitive functioning that we need to be able to get about our lives. The thing is, the latter option, that aerobic exercise, it takes much more effort. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't take your medications. I'm not saying that medication is bad. What I am saying is that we have a tendency here to prescribe medication to reduce symptoms without really trying to find the root cause, without trying the things that we can to actually address the issue so that there won't be any more symptoms to... um, lesson. I think, you know, my big point here, and again, I'm not anti-medication, but I am an advocate for being a participant in your life. The more things that we can do to actively participate in our well-being and our healing, the less we're going to need all of those outside resources. So we'll get into that in another episode. But what I'm going to circle back to here is my introduction post on the gram. Um, Because I want to talk about my experience with that and what that meant and how that relates to all of the things that we talk about here. So my life experience is the foundation of my work. I could have all of the learned knowledge and formal education that I have. But if I hadn't actually experienced these things firsthand, I wouldn't really be able to relate to the issues people have. But because of my life experiences, I have practiced thoroughly, extensively, and for a really long time, shutting down a whole part of the puzzle, the old feelings wheel. When I recount any parts of my story, I can tell you the timeline events and facts about it. I will intellectualize it until I can't anymore. But the feelings thing I'm still working on. I'm really aware of this as I'm creating content for posts or for this podcast. I sound robotic to myself sometimes. I read things from people pouring out beautiful expressions of emotion and their experiences with life and their feelings around the experiences, and I'm always blown away. I admire that so greatly, and I know that with further time and healing, I will learn to recognize my feelings and learn to express them. And I celebrate the progress that I've made because, you know, celebrate all the wins all the time. It is so important for our brains and for our self-confidence to do so. And so I will, con- I will continue to celebrate every, every little inch the needle moves forward on that. I remember when my therapist used to ask me how I was feeling about something and I would try so hard to figure it out, but I just couldn't think of it. And that, my friends, is because our feelings aren't thoughts. They don't necessarily make any sense. So you can't think about it and make sense of it. Um, I'm better now. I've mastered the big three, happy, sad, mad. Still working on the more complicated ones, but I understand that it's all a journey. And this leads me to think about humans in general and how we function. And the thing is that we are emotional creatures. As human beings, we occasionally think, but we like to think it's the other way around. I know for myself, this is because I actively practiced pushing my feelings away 
I practiced telling myself that I didn't have feelings so that I couldn't be hurt. It was a survival mechanism that was useful at points in my life, but ultimately was more harmful than good. And I found out that telling yourself that you don't have feelings doesn't make it true. What it does is create a barrier to processing the feelings that are there. And if we refuse to acknowledge something, we can't process it and let it move along. So what we end up doing is carrying around this thing that we didn't want in the first place and collecting these unprocessed feelings and carrying them around, which gets heavy as fuck, when really we can put them down any time we want to. But we first have to be able to recognize that they are there, that they exist. And once we do that, we can allow our emotions to keep on keeping on. Emotions are like a tunnel. We have to go through them to get to the other side. But if we refuse, we're like standing in this dark-ass, cold, wet, shitty tunnel for a really long time, and then it sucks. Sometimes feelings feel shitty. That's why we want to pretend they're not there. Or just sit down in the middle of that tunnel and refuse to go forward into the unpleasant thing. But here's a truth that's a little hard to embrace, and it takes a little warming up to. Feelings aren't good or bad. They're just things. That is, until we assign meaning to them, and then our brain encodes the memories of that feeling with that meaning that we have given it, and we carry that around with us. Sometimes we hold on so tight and carry them around because we didn't like it. And the thing is, by doing that, we're just ensuring that they stay with us. What the fuck are we doing? That doesn't make any sense. But we do it over and over and over again. One of the things that the practice of removing my feelings, or really just my ability to recognize and articulate them, has taken from me was the ability to express my feelings when my brother took his life. And that is one of the reasons I made the promise to figure out how to live my life to the best of my ability and heal and feel all my feelings and live my best life because he never could. And I didn't know how to fully express my devastation to that. The bottom line here is that we are creatures who feel, and when we try to change that natural process, we end up creating all kinds of problems for ourselves. If we can learn to observe our feelings and just notice them with curiosity, instead of pushing them away and refusing to acknowledge them or trying to manipulate them, then we can just let them process and complete their life cycle. And I'm not there yet, fully. This is aspirational for me still at this time, but I'm working on it and it's on my radar. And so I wanted to offer it to you as well. The more we're able to allow the present moment just to pass without holding on to pieces of it and trying to change pieces of it, the more time and energy we have to do other shit with, like the things we actually want to be doing or focusing on, the things that help you and create your best life, whatever that is to you. All right, feel your feelings, folks. Give yourself the space to do so which can be really hard, especially if it's something that you've been carrying around with you for a long time. But that weight that you're letting go of is freedom, my friend. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. As always, I am incredibly grateful for you. 
If you liked this episode, share it with your people. Share it on social media. Tell a stranger on the street about it. I guess COVID has really cut down on the friendly stranger chatting on the street. So, you know, use caution. Stay six feet away from the people on the street that you're telling about this podcast. Safety first, folks. All right, y'all. Thank you so much. Until next week, peace out.